Hello, everyone, and welcome to another impromptu episode of Conversations of the Way. My name is Carlos. I'm your host, and I hope that you're doing well today. And I wanted to share a small story. We'll see how long it takes me to do it. Um, the impromptu episodes really don't have any time limit, but I'll try to go as uh, fast as possible just to get to the point. But um, so I, um, after work the other day, I went to a store to just get one thing. And as, as I was waiting online, in line, um, there was um, an open register. And then this, this kid came and took over that register so we can shorten the line. And I say a kid, but he was probably like 20 years old. So it's a young man. But you know how it is. You get to a certain age where people start looking like a kid. Um, so in, in a way, he was a kid, but you know, 20 years old, a young man. So he took care of... Um, the group of people that were in front of me and then I got up to um, and then it was my turn and um, you know it's out of courtesy you know they always ask you like hey you know how you doing how's your day and so on for the most of most people but before I move on with the rest of that story let me let me pause there and let me go back to this morning um, this morning as I was heading to work, um, I try to make time for prayer before I leave work. I want to make sure that I'm, that I'm covered, that I had the time to speak to him, to build that relationship with him every day so I can prepare for the rest of the day, right? Like you're, you're covered, you, you've acknowledged who the, who your father, who the creator is, and now you're heading towards this unknown world full of trials and challenges and I want to make sure that that I'm doing his will before I go out the door and nine out of ten times to do it sometimes I forget I'm just live in the rush of things but I've gotten pretty good at at least a small prayer before I get out the door and sometimes when I pray I remember to ask him to help me be his hands and feet that I may be the salt and the light wherever it is that that I go and there's been times where it feels like every time but there's been times when I've gone out after that prayer and you know he's put someone in front of my life that I can bless or encourage in one way, shape, or another. And, um, you know, today, as I was praying that, I, it, it helps me be aware of my surroundings to be good unto others, to treat others like I want to be treated, to bless others as I've been blessed in any capacity that I can do it. So I go out the door, go through my day, uh, had a long day at work, came came back home, then went to the store, and now back where I left off, where the young man asked me how was my day. And honestly, 10 out of 10 times, I always say, doing great, man. And the reason I say that, even if I'm having a bad day, the reason why I say I have a great day, a great day because I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I don't want to be the guy who's like, oh, you know, being negative and saying I had a bad day and poor me or whatever. So I'm always 
saying, yeah, great day, you know, no problem. How was, how was your day? I would ask afterwards. But this time was different. This time, when he asked me um, how I was doing, I'm actually saying, I actually said, not, not very good, man. I'm not having a very good day. Now, I didn't have a bad day necessarily. I mean, it wasn't the greatest day, but it wasn't a bad day. I've had worse days than that, right? But I don't know why I said that. I'm not sure. I ju it just came out of me. I wasn't even surprised when I said it. I'm like, where did that come from? But I said it. And he responded to me with something I didn't expect. He said, and I asked him, I said, well, how are you? And he was like, I'm actually having a very crappy day. And he did not use the word crappy. So I'm, I'm just keeping this, you know, as PG as possible. But he didn't do that. So I, you know, what honesty of this guy to say that, right? And... I told him, I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, man, that, that you're having a, a tough day. I said, sorry to hear that. And then I said, let me ask you something. If you would have asked me how was my day, and I would have said, great, would you would have told me that you had a great day as well? And he said, yeah, probably. I said, isn't that interesting that just because I said I had a great day, you say it back, but... I didn't tell him this part, but because I was, I guess you can say vulnerable and said, you know, I'm not having a great day. He was very open about it and said, man, I didn't have a great day either. So, you know, my heart went out to him at that moment. And I said, um, listen, man, hang in there. Um, it's going to work out. You'll be all right. Just, just hang in there. And with a crack in his voice, he thanked me for that. He said, you know, thank you, sir. Pre you know, he cracked a little bit. He said, appreciate that. And after I finished paying, you know, a paying, I said, look, man, um, I told him again, look, just hang in there. Everything's going to be all right. And everything's going to work out. Just, you know, just keep fighting a good fight. I said something like that. And um, once he gave me... Um, once I told him that, he said, thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. I really needed to hear that. And he gave me the receipt. I told him, all right, man, you have a good night, man. Be blessed. And I walked out. And I got back to the car and I prayed over him. I said, Father, I don't know what the young man's going through, but I just pray, Father, that, that you guide him, Father, that you give him peace, that you encourage him and if he doesn't have a relationship with you, Father, I pray that he may have that relationship with you. Um, and just take care of that thing, whatever it is, Father, that's putting that heavy burden upon him. Because it did look a little bit heavier. It didn't look like it was something just random. But it was looked like something a little bit deeper than that. So, you know, back to what I was saying in my prayer about being the salt and the light wherever it is that we go. And that comes from um, Matthew chapter 5, specifically verse 13 through 16. I'm going to read that. And this is, this is uh, Jesus uh, saying this. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. 
A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory glory to your Father who is in heaven. So, very interesting, right? Salt and light. So, as we think about salt and light, why use those two um, words, right? To to use as the, as an an analogy of the way we should be. So, salt for sure we know does one thing, and that that it adds flavor to the food. Most food that we cook, at least in my part, always put a little bit of salt on everything. But salt also has um, a secondary way of, of using it. And we don't do that anymore because, you know, we live in, in a modern world. But back then, you know, there was no refrigeration and the way to preserve food, uh, especially like, you know, meat and fish and things like that would be to to oversalt everything just to preserve it so it wouldn't go bad. So we preserve and we bring taste, but to what, right? And we're also called to be the light. Now, a light to the nations. Okay, so we're, we're the light of the world. He lives in us, in our hearts and in our minds. And we're supposed to be a light amongst this darkness that we live in. And if you haven't looked around, we live in a lot of, lot of darkness. And our light is supposed to shine. Now, I would like to say too that it talks about works there, but understand there's a difference between doing work so you can be seen and doing work so God can be seen. Nothing that we do is for our honor and glory. Everything is done for Him. Okay, So, what's interesting is when we talk about light and assault, as a preservative, as adding flavor, as pointing to or shedding, you know, light upon something. If you read um, the verses moving forward, uh, I think it, it explains a little bit better in, into into what, right? It talks about Christ and how he came to fulfill the law and the prophets. And it goes into things that you shall and shall not do and how to treat um, you know, your, your, your brothers, um, your neighbors, and goes through all kinds of um, other uh, transgressions and how to deal with them. So we're supposed to, when we go out into the world, we're not supposed to be like the rest of the world. The rest of the world is full of bitterness and anger and just... There's a lot of heaviness out there. And we're supposed to be a people of, a peculiar people, a people of order, order. And people, when we go out there, we should have a smile on our face and not feel like, you know, we're defeated all, all the time. And we shouldn't, right? He's our Heavenly Father. He's taking care of us. He has, he has provided everything for us. Sure, we go through trials and challenges and things like that just like everybody else but the difference is that 
we walk different than everybody else. And that's a reminder to me. Again, like I've said that many times, guys, when I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself. Okay. And there's times where I have to have to check myself. I have to check, you know, am I living in the fruit of the spirits of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control? Do I have self-control in my life? Do I let people get the best out of me? Am I turning the other cheek? Like, I'm not saying let people run run over you. I'm not saying that. You have to have discernment when, when to know the difference of those things. But we're supposed to be going out there and encouraging people and smiling people. You are going to point more people to God by the way you live your life. If people look at you and they see you with a smile, they see that you have your house in order, they see that you don't get rattled by the things going on in the world and that you're standing on this foundation of, of faith, of truth, and you just don't talk the talk, but you walk the walk, people are going to want that. And that's what it means to be the light. And preserved? What are we preserving? We're preserving His Word. That's what we're supposed to do. All the instructions that He has given us from beginning to end, we're supposed to preserve them. We're supposed to do them. We're supposed to accomplish and do everything that is written. Not some of it, not not most of it, but all of it. Sure, we're going to transgress, we're going to fall short. That's just human nature, but we don't quit. We don't become scoffers and just say, oh, I just can't do it. No, you you're keep going after the word all the time. And when you go out, I, I encourage you to seek to be an encouragement to somebody. To be a blessing to someone. It's incredible how much a smile would just brighten somebody's day. How a small compliment would just, you know, be an encouragement to somebody that's going through some difficult times. And there's people going through a lot of difficult times. Don't don't think just because they post a lot of beautiful things on social media or because they're out there with a smile that everything's fine. No. Come on, you, you, you know you're going through some struggles. We all are. You know you're going through some doubt. We all are. But when you go out and, and look for encouragement, the Father sees those things. And He sees that you're doing His good work. And in return, He's going to be your encourager. And He's going to bless you. So... That's my story, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. It really touched my heart um, experiencing that and, and, and seeing that young man and praying over his life. And you know, I hope that and I hope he does get to know, um, know God like I've come to know him. And I have a long ways to go. But it's so difficult to live in a world without him. And honestly, I don't know how people do it. I guess maybe I'm just weak. I guess. But I just don't know what I would do without him in my life. I will be completely lost. I was lost. I was lost. I didn't realize how lost I was, but I was lost. 
and um, slowly but surely um, I'm getting back to him and his ways and his truth and you know my life is so much better for that do I still have difficulties and struggles no doubt but those things are from the past stuff where I wasn't living the way I should have and wasn't doing the things I was supposed to do so I'm dealing with those consequences but from here on out you know I know what to do what not to do because um, I know the things that he wants me to do blessings comes from from them and you know curses come from the things that I'm not supposed to be doing so anyway um, all right guys that's all I have for you today um, I hope that this impromptu was an encouragement to you and that may you go out there and be his hands and feet to do what's good and righteous and set apart and just, you know, bring good things forth to this world that much, much needs Jesus in their lives. All right, everyone. See you next time.